What You Missed on Weekend Mornings with Jason Dacey. Only on Money FM 89.3. So with Neil Humphreys, and we're talking about Singapore's bicentennial, mm. Neil, because, you know, 200 years, and I went through that with Australia back in 1988, my country. We saw the U.S. go through it in, I think, 1976. And Prime Minister Lee Sien Lung uh, kicked off year-long activities over the yeah. last week to commemorate 200 years since Sir Stamford Raffles' arrival. Yeah. and. You know, there's a bit of controversy around this. How much should we mark this as the start of Singapore? Was it before then or was it when Singapore was born in 1965? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting you make the comparison to Australia. There is some similarity in the sense that, do you call it uh, a birth of a country or the annexation of a country or the takeover of a country? The difference between Singapore and Australia, it was far less hostile, mm. you know, and the indigenous people of Australia are suffering a, a lot more than the, Briti- uh, the, the British rule of Singapore. I mean, just this week, Professor Tommy Coe, they launched a new book um, with the British High Commissioner talking about William Farquhar's role as opposed to Stanford Raffles. Of course, William Farquhar was Stanford Raffles' deputy, yeah. Yeah. essentially. And I'll get to Farquhar in a moment. But, I mean, even I think Professor Tommy Coe said, look, you would argue that the British occupation, that's what it was, was 60% beneficial to to the region and maybe 40% not so good. Um, And we can argue the statistics and the figures till the cows come home. But it's very, very interesting how and where you start the celebrations. I think there's two two key things about this particular bicentennial that I find fascinating. One, as you mentioned, uh, Lee Hsien Lung made this speech that's going to be a clear theme of the Mm. bicentennial celebrations, and that is rightly, Singapore did not begin on the 28th of January uh, 1819 when Raffles landed and went, I'll take that, thank you very much. Here's (laughs) some opium. Do you take American Express? (laughs) Well, we've got guns and we've got ships and we're bigger than you and Singapore's ours now. Thank you. Goodbye. Uh, It goes back further than that. You know, they're looking at history of the last five or 600 years. So the question is, why are you celebrating the bicentennial? And I think there's a couple of key reasons here. Mm. I mean, is there um, much nostalgia, do you think, and much... No, I think it's political. Okay. I think it's purely okay. political in right. the sense that they want to show that one man, Stanford Raffles, did not make the island, mm. which is absolutely correct. That's point one. Uh, and on a literal sense, that's why you're seeing a lot of literature and a lot of discussion about William Farquhar, right? To show that it's not a one-man band, mm. which is very important. The second thing, which I think is much more... Uh, important for the long term is that we've had a very simplistic, almost childlike primary school narrative of Singapore's history. I've been writing about this since my very first book, White Man Come, White Man Makes Singapore Superb. (laughs) Fast forward to 1950s, Lee Kuan Yew, come. Yeah. Singapore gets even better. You yes. know, it's a very simplistic yeah, one-man yeah, narrative. Yeah, it is. It really is. It's like a cartoon, isn't it, the way you work. talk about and, it? And, and, and for it to work, you have to almost present this, you have to shoehorn in this slightly fake history that mm. before 1819, everyone in Singapore is running around going, hey, yeah, 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 hey, yeah, 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 you know, wearing grass skirts and uh, skirts and shooting each other. Yeah. Well, they didn't have guns. Pea yeah. shooting each other. <laughs> Absolute nonsense. Yes. And there's been recent discoveries, uh, archaeological discoveries, that show that, Singapore was a thriving, thriving entrepot, right away, you know, a, mm. a fledgling state, right the way back as far as the 14th century. Mm. Was the Singapore as we know now, mm-hmm. then? But that got kind of washed out of history, mm. didn't fit the one man narrative. Yeah, brushed out. So what they're saying now is that time when Singapore was a thriving entrepot, it collapsed within 100 years. And 
pretty much vanished mm-hmm. for four or five hundred years mm-hmm. until Raffles come back, came back. Mm-hmm. That's the key point here. The political point is Singapore is not a one-man show. And, and this idea that Raffles, Lee Kuan Yew, growth, 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 is almost too simplistic. And the broader point here is Singapore could end tomorrow. Economically, it could end tomorrow. So mm. this idea that Raffles, Lee Kuan Yew, it's too simplistic. Singapore has collapsed before through history, up and down, through the, mm. through the vicissitudes. There's a word for yeah, Saturday morning. That's a good word, yeah. Through the vicissitudes of history, Singapore has risen mm. and fallen more than once. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the broader narrative. If it happened before, it could happen again. But, you know, I read uh, when I was uh, doing some research into this segment, in the 16th and 17th century, the Europeans came to Southeast Asia and Singapore almost became... A Spanish Spanish. colony. We could be speaking Spanish now. I spoke to a minister about this and he said, uh, look, whatever you think about the the, the Angmors, the Brits, I'd much rather we spoke English (laughs) than Dutch. Dutch almost. Yeah, yeah. Dutch East Indies. Well, the the Spanish was first. You're right. And then the the Dutch, uh, sorry, uh, the British with Raffles trying to get Singapore as a trading post for the East India Company. Mm. It was a real race against time to beat the Dutch, who yes. were very prominent in the region, yeah. as we know. Indonesia. So it was yeah. this close mm. to becoming a Dutch colony. And then, of course, well, we wouldn't be here for a start, because yeah. unless we speak Dutch or German, we've got no chance. Yeah. So, um, look, the British gave Singapore its legal administration, its status as a trading port, its language, mm. its education, its town plan. Yep. There's a lot to be grateful for yep. that Raffles turned up rather than the Spanish and the Dutch. Even the most Singaporeans would agree with that. Yeah, yeah, mm. I, I agree. Uh, you know, I, I'm fascinated too by the uh, Sultan of Johor and his role, uh, you know, when Raffles landed and, and all that kind of thing, you know, and, and what, what the Johor element was. Do you know much about that? Well, yeah, that's fascinating because... <laughs> There's a Especially lot. now, given all the yes, uh, back well, there's, and forth a, there's a Malaysia. strong historical argument. The treaty was illegal. Mm. The treaty was illegal because if I think if I've got it right, they had to install him very quickly as the the, the Sultan of Johor. Yeah. So he had legal status over the area, and in agreement for that. He was given some cash and some opium. It was the 19th century, Jason. I call the it swinging. I call it. Century. It was Breaking Bad. Yeah, it was yeah, a drug yeah, deal. Yeah, oh dear. This was like yeah. an episode history. It was an episode of Narco. You know, yes. it was just. Here's the leader. Mm. Here's some drugs. Mm. Here's some cash. Give us your territory. That's a drug deal. Wow. I mean, so Singapore was born in a drug deal. So I find that fascinating. What is more interesting is now you're seeing the rise, quite rightly, of William Farquhar. Mm-hmm. I have always considered myself to be William Farquhar, <laughs> even though I played. Just for the name is such a cool yeah, name. Even though Bill I played Stamford Raffles in a movie. Yeah. I consider myself William Farquhar because he's typecasting. Yeah, he's the hardworking <laughs> Angmore working down with the locals. He's the heartland Angmore, you know. Mm. He's down there with the locals. Not so much fuss. He's doing the heavy lifting, the real grafting on behalf of this elusive, distant, wealthy expat with all the right connections, mm. which is Raffles, mm-hmm. and that's the truth. Mm. Raffles was hardly ever here. He wasn't that popular with the locals. And do you know that when Raffles left Singapore, mm-hmm. nothing. Nobody cared. Right. When Farquhar left Singapore because he was fired by Raffles because he hated his popularity, they, was, it, they brought the streets to a standstill at the Padang. This mm-hmm. is a true story. Yeah. And they presented him with this beautiful silver commemorative gift, which is now in the National Museum. You mm-hmm. can see it. 
all raised by money from local merchants and the locals. And he got like a ticker tape parade, Farquhar. Raffles was like, yeah, whatever, off you go. <laughs> so they love William Farquhar. And only now is he getting his just reward. Wow. Imagine saying, meet me for a Singapore sling at the Farquhar Hotel. Well, I made a very good joke about that, which I won't say on air, on my movie. Well, I, I can say, I just said, how's your mother, Farquhar? Which is absolutely fine. Um, love it, love it, love it. But I, I must say quickly, um, mm. I went to Raffles' grave mm. when I was back in England. Yeah, I think I saw a picture yeah. on um, it social went, media, right? Sort of went, you know, it's very popular on social media. And I thought, right, I'll go there at Christmas, find his grave in North London, and then I'll post it on the 28th of January. Mm. Start, so I did. Mate, you want to go to a London tube station in the middle of rush hour and ask this Cockney station master, where is Raffles' grave? <laughs> Who? Raffles. Who's Raffles? Stamford Railway. Sta- what? St- St- Stratford? You want to go to Stratford? <laughs> That's, That's East, East London. Yeah. No, Stamford Railway. Uh, uh, don't know what you're talking about, mate. It's 200 metres down. I don't know. Anyone know Stamford Raffles in here? No. Nah. <laughs> no, nah, I ain't got a clue, mate. Sorry. I mean, I might as well have asked him, where's Kim Kardashian's penthouse? You know, oh. I found it in the end. Oh, well, thank, thank goodness you did. Uh, so, of course, the uh, bicentennial celebrations will go on after Prime Minister Lee Sien Long kicked off the activities to commemorate 200 years since Stamford Raffles arrived in Singapore last week.